Is Push It by Salt and Pepper.
now we're going to be talking about the iconic party scene from 10 Things I Hate About You. Every classic rom-com has a party scene, but I would argue this is the party scene. Um, we are about to play Sexy Boy uh, by Air, which is the scene where uh, Cameron and Michael are trying to get Bianca and Kat to the party to romance them. And the flyers are falling in slow motion and this drawling song plays and it's iconic and fun and just everything that you want in a rom-com. So many of the soundtrack choices are intentionally very camp. They are the songs that you use to romanticize your life. After that, we've got hypnotized by the notorious B.I.G., which is the soundtrack to Cat Dancing on the Table at the Party. But first up is Sexy Boy by Air.
St. Gators, my Detroit players, Tim's for my hooligans in Brooklyn, dead right, if they head right, Biggie there, and I, Papa been smooth since days of under rules, never lose, never choose to, Bruce Cruz who, do something to us, talk go through us, girls want to us, wanna do us, screw us, who us, yeah, Papa and Pum, close like Starsky and Hutch, stick to clutch, yeah, I squeeze three at your cherry M3, bang every MC easily, recently, niggas frontin' ain't sayin' nothin', so I just speak my peace, keep my peace, Cubans with the Jesus peace, with my peace, packin', askin' who want it, you got it, nigga flaunt it, that Brooklyn bullshit, we on it. Biggie, 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 can't you see? Sometimes your words just hypnotize me. And I just love your flashy ways. I guess that's why they're broken, you're so fake. Biggie, 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 can't you see? Sometimes your words just hypnotize me. And I just love your flashy ways. I guess that's why they're broken, you're so fake. I put Jose NY onto DKNY. Uh, Miami, DC, prefer Versace. That's right. All Philly hoes know it's Mosquito. Every cutie with the booty for the coochie. Now who's the real dookie? Meaning who's really the shit? The niggas ride dicks. Frank White push the six or the Lexus. LX, four and a half. Bulletproof glass tents if I want some ass. Gonna blast, squeeze first. Ask questions last. That's how most of these so called gangsters pass. At last, a nigga rapping about blunts and broads, tits and bras, menage. Sex and expensive cars I still leave you on the pavement Condo paid for, no car payment At my arraignment, no for the plaintiff The daughter's tied up in the Brooklyn basement Face it, not guilty, that's how I stay still Richer than richer, so you niggas come and get me Come on Biggie, biggie, Buy a new one, the crew run, 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 the crew, crew run, 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 run. I know you sick of this lame brand, nigga with flows, girl, say he's sweet like nigga with so get with this, nigga, it's easy, girlfriend, here's a bitch. Call me round 10, come through, have sex on rubs, that's Persian. Come up to your job, hit you while you're working for certain. Pop a freaking, not speaking, leave that ass leaking like rapper demo. Tell them who, take their clothes off, slow it. Kill them with the force like Kobe, dick black like Kobe, watch me roam like Roman. Lucky they don't own me, where the say, show me. Homie, homie. by the notorious big um it's the perfect party song and really sets the tone for the chaos that ensues during this scene uh from bianca's betrayal to cameron to joey just being the worst (laughs) and kat being absolutely placid hitting her head and dancing for her entire high school the song is the perfect soundtrack for these insane moments of the film uh, picking a popular 90s hip-hop song is such, for such a pivotal scene in the film is such a great nod to the 90s hip-hop and rap scene of the era, and it's such a great juxtaposition compared to 
all the indie rock that has been featured thus far. And it's perfect for the scene because the behavior the cat is exhibiting is just the antithesis of who she typically is. But moving onward, we are going to be talking about the falling in love of the film. This part of the film just really makes it for me. The The payoff of Kat and Patrick finally getting together and watching them loosen up around each other adds such a fun element to the film. These songs are so fun, and I hope you can dance to them this morning as you get ready to start your day. The first song we're going to play is Can't Take My Eyes Off You. This scene in the film may just be the most iconic one for me. This is when Patrick tries to get Kat back after deciding not to kiss her from driving her home from the party. This is the first time we really see a fun side of Patrick. He, inter- he interrupts her soccer practice by singing his own rendition of the song and even gets the marching band on it. This scene is fun and so full of energy and a major shift in their relationship. You're just too good to be true Can't take my eyes off you You'd be like to touch I want to hold you so much At long last love has arrived And I thank God I'm alive You're just too good to be true Can't take my eyes off you Pardon the way that I stare There's nothing else to compare The sight of you leaves me weak There are no words left to speak But if you feel like I feel Please let me know that it's real You're just too good to be true Can't take my eyes off you
All right. That was Can't Take My Eyes Off You by Frankie Valley. Next up, we have FNT by Semisonic. This is yet another really fun scene from the movie. In this scene, Kat and Patrick are playing paintball and having their first real date. You can really see the chemistry build between them as you watch Patrick forget about the money and truly fall for Kat. It is a really great scene and it strengthens the bond between the two. This song is such a timepiece, just like every part of the movie. It just feels so 90s. I personally love the choice because it feels so Kat and Patrick, like the song was just handpicked for the characters. All right, here is FNT by Semisodic. Get beside me, I want you to love me I'm surprised that you never been told before That you're lovely and you're perfect and that somebody wants you Fascinating new thing You see naked a temporary savior Fascinating new thing Don't betray them By becoming familiar I'm surprised That you've never been told before That you're lovely And you're perfect And that somebody wants you So that was FNT by Semisonic. Last song we're going to play for this section is Can't Get Enough of You Baby by The Color Field. This song does not play for very long. However, it serves to show the budding feelings between Cameron and Bianca. We watch as Bianca walks past Cameron in the hallway and you can just feel the tension between the two as their eyes meet. 
This part is all about the early feelings of a relationship when you're just so enamored by each other. Please enjoy. part in the movie where the relationship fall cat and patrick's relationship falls apart and they reconcile so here's where we see all the happy fun times that cat and patrick have shared fall apart everything is going so perfectly for the two until cat finds out that the guy she's dating was paid to date her so that another guy could date her sister i hate when that happens <laughs> anyway starting you off before the downfall of the relationship we have the song that plays during their time at prom Here's Cruel to Be Kind by Letters to Cleo. Do when I 
still mystify And I wanna know why I picked myself up off the ground To have you knock me back down Again and again When I ask you to So that was Cruel to be Kind by Letter Cleo. And now it's Even Angels Fall by Jessica Riddle. You found hope. You found faith. Found how fast she could take it away. Found true love. Lost your heart.
right. So that song plays when the truth is revealed about the betrayal between these two characters. Then to cope through that heartbreak, we have Kat write this cheesy little poem for her English assignment. So in the wise words of Kat Stratford, here's that poem. I hate the way you talk to me and the way you cut your hair. I hate the way you drive my car. I hate it when you stare. I hate your big dumb combat boots and the way you read my mind. I hate you so much it makes me sick. It even makes me rhyme. I hate the way you're always right. I hate it when you lie. I hate it when you make me laugh. Even worse when you make me cry. I hate it when you're not around and the fact that you didn't call. But mostly I hate the way I don't hate you. Not even close. Not even a little bit. Not even at all. Thank you for that emotional reenactment of Kat's poem. I hope you all enjoyed. Now we've got that <laughs> the songs that play as the reconciliation happens. Yay, love! And the start of this movie's happy ending begins with the song One More Thing by Richard Gibbs.
So that was one more thing. And that happens to be the song that plays when Patrick gifts Kat a guitar, a Fender guitar. And that is his way of apologizing to her for being paid to date her. What a what a great way to reconcile. Um, but we thought we would have a little bit of a discussion because we were thinking, does Patrick deserve to be forgiven? So I'm going to pass over to Morgan. <laughs> personally i i do understand that like you know he he does he he rec- he recognizes the fact that he does give her a guitar and is just like forgive me for this and he does recognize that he uses the money that he was given to take her out but i do want to say that i think we all get a little crowd clouded by how attractive heath ledger is Mm -hmm. (laughs) i will defend this man i'm sorry (laughs) i personally think i feel very similarly however i don't know i don't know if i could get past this like me personally like i feel like if somebody was paid to take me out I don't know if I would get past Yeah, this. like, that stings. Okay, but here's the thing. Like, he wasn't faking the entire time. He might have been paid, but, like, those feelings became real, you know? Mm. Like, the second they became real, like, those were real. He he, he was, he, he felt that, but you know? But even when it was real, he was still, like, lying to her. Like, he was literally manipulating her to, like, go to the dance with him. Like, they uh-huh. had a full date. Like, mm. he kissed her, like, all of this other stuff. He was like, yeah, like, I really like you, blah, blah, blah. But then he was still manipulating exactly. her. Exactly. That's what I was saying. Do like, he still took the money to mm. go to prom after those feelings had mm. formed. Yeah. So it's like, all right, but how real is it actually? Mm. But then that money was spent on her. And mm. Like, so, like, it's not like he pocketed that cash. So. Exactly. That's what I was also going to bring up, too. Like, I wonder when this plan formed in his head of, like, oh, I'm going to take this money and use it on her. Mm-hmm. See, I have an even bigger question is, do we think that he ever would have told her that he was being paid if mm-hmm. Joey hadn't Ooh. brought it up at the dance? So would he have uh-huh. been honest and, like, finally, you know, come to, I don't know, admit that? Elena is shaking her head. We yeah. have a guest in the studio today, guys. We got Elena Ray in the studio. Um, Elena's waving to our listeners. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't think he would have. Like, honestly, like, we keep in mind, guys, this is a high school male. <laughs> Do we really think that he would have been immature enough to come forward and tell her that he had taken this money? I don't, I don't think so. Totally separate point, but also the guy that he's taking the f- money from is not a nice guy. Mm-hmm. He he sucks. So like, Real. you know, take money from him, like all he wants. Like, <laughs> Elena's gonna come bring her two cents. <laughs> Elena, speak. <laughs> I feel like if the relationship lasted a while, like he would have just been like, "Hey, this actually happened." Like I don't. You guys think he would? Yeah, yeah like kind of like a, a silly would story. He? I I think he might have, but. I, d- I don't know if Kat would have forgiven him at that point. Yeah. Like, she's, she's such a headstrong woman. Like, I don't think she would have forgiven him. Listeners, please text us <laughs> um, and let us know um, whether or not you think he would have forgiven. Oh, she would have forgiven him. I, don't, I just don't know. Again, like, I bring back, like, the high school male point. Like, that is a good point. Like, he's just a guy. Like, at the end of the day, he's just a dude. Um, no offense, dudes listening. But um, he is just a dude. I just, I feel as though he wouldn't have been honest because at that point the feelings are real and then he couldn't admit it and couldn't backtrack. And mm-hmm. then I have another ta- I have another question for the for the round table discussion. <laughs> Would they last? 
I'm gonna say no. They're built. They're listen. Like we all want it to be, but like they are built upon lies. Like their relationship come. Like they obviously don't have like amazing communication because every time they would fight, it would just blow up, and the two of them like leaving each other on like, like come on. Like I don't know. I just and also like she's going to an East Coast college, so like who really knows? Do we know where he's going? I don't think he's going to college. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did like skip a year of school, so I feel like maybe that checks out. Long I don't distance. Know. Yeah. yeah, long distance is rough. I don't... Mm-hmm. Especially in the 90s. That's so true. That's that's true. There's no FaceTime. There's no FaceTime. <laughs> yeah. Don't know if it lasts for them. Yeah. No. Harsh reality. But that's so in love. But they're so in love. <laughs> but it's high school. <laughs> it's high school. Who's to say? I don't know, man. So, what's the consensus? Does he deserve to be forgiven? Let's go around. Well, I I don't deserve is a big word. I <laughs> I think, I mean, I'm happy with the way the movie ends. I think mm-hmm. that's kind of my my opinion on it. I think it ends in a really nice way. He buys her a guitar, and they're happy. That's the way it ends. So, I'm gonna live in um, what's the word? Just <laughs> delusion. <laughs> they're happy in my mind. Real. Yeah, I think like with. With how it ends specifically, like, Kat's such, like, a strong character and would never, like, take this from him again, like, if he did mess mm-hmm. up. So, like, I like that because, you know, like, she's strong and she'd stand up for herself. So, so. true. So true. I, I, I'd I say he's forgiven. Yeah. Okay. I think he's definitely on the right path to forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I think that he definitely has a lot of growing to do because, like, morally, that was a questionable choice, my love, to take money to go on a date with this girl. Um... But, yeah, I'd say that he definitely is on the right path. Um, So, to be determined. We don't really know what happens next, but, like, I like to think that they stay together. Yeah, I, at the end of the day, it's Heath Ledger. Like, let's be real. Yeah, exactly. He's... I think that I think that using the money that he was given to take her out to buy the guitar and it's something that she really wanted and she couldn't do herself um, definitely, like, makes up for it. If I was Kat and he got me a Fender, like, I would just have a lot of questions after, but he would be forgiven. I would just have a lot of questions, honestly. Like, so real. Real. Yeah. So real. All right. And up next, we've got One Week by the Bare Naked Ladies. This is a living room. I realize it's all my fault, but couldn't tell you yesterday. He'd forgiven me, but it'll still be today's till I say I'm sorry. Oh, and now I'm watching Hoodwink. Does it make you stop think? You'll think you're looking at Summon fish to the dish, although I like the shelly Swiss, I like the sushi, cause it's never touch a frying pan. Hot like wasabi when I bust rhymes, speak like me and rhymes, because I'm all about value. Bert campers got the mad hits, you try to match wits, you try to hold me but I bust through. Gonna make a break and take a pick, I like a sink and they can shake, I like vanilla, it's the finest of the flavors. Gonna see the showcase and you'll know the vertigo is gonna go, cause it's so dangerous, you'll have to sign a waiver. Can I help it if I think you're funny when you're mad? Trying hard not to smile, though I feel bad. I'm the kind of guy who laughs at a funeral, can't understand what I mean, well you soon will. I have a tendency to wear my mind on my sleeve I have a history of taking off my shirt It's been one week since you looked at me Threw your arms in the air and said you're crazy Five days since you tackled me I still got the reference on both my knees It's been three days since the afternoon You realize it's not my fault, but a moment too soon Yesterday you've forgiven me And now I'll sit back and wait till you say you're sorry Chinese chicken, you have a 
has been vibe shift thank you guys so much for listening this week this this radio show really does mean a lot to the four of us and i'm just so happy that anybody's out there listening <laughs> this movie also does mean a lot to me and minna so it's just it's it's really really been a great yeah this is mine and morgan's favorite movie this was the like pitch for us we were like we want to talk about the 10 things i hate about you soundtrack so thank you guys for tuning in and listening to our favorite movie soundtrack with us this morning all right so the last song we're gonna play also closes out the movie we got letters to cleo just chilling out on the roof of that school and it is an amazing (laughs) end to the movie so this is i want you to want me by letters to cleo (laughs) 